to you learn something new every day. I am Joan Boyko, coordinator of communications and community outreach for the Palm Springs Unified School District. We are proud to present a new podcast each week that focuses on the people, programs, projects, and activities here in the district. This show, of course, is produced by my dedicated student interns here in the Digital Arts Technology Academy, also known as DATA, at Cathedral City High School under the direction of Mr. Bryce Johnson. Our interns are Danica Palmersheim, Raymond Ruiz, and Cynthia Alburez. Cynthia's on the board. Welcome, welcome. Hello, thank you. Thanks for everything that you do. And today on the show, I am very pleased to welcome back my monthly co-host, Palm Springs Unified's Coordinator of Visual and Performing Arts, Barbara Anglin. Welcome back, friend. Thank you, friend. It's always good to be here. And it's always great to have you. And she has brought with her two of the directors of Nickerson Rossi Dance, Michael Nickerson Rossi, who is the artistic director. Welcome. Thank you so much. And Chad Ortiz, who is the executive director. Welcome, Chad. Thank you for having us. Absolutely. Barbara, how are you? Always good. Yeah, yeah. I hope you had a good Thanksgiving. I hope our guests and Cynthia had a great Thanksgiving and uh, everything going well. Busy, which is great. Yeah, <laughs> we're all very busy and it is great. It and is. we hope that things continue in the right, you know, our presence as COVID's over. So well, let's believe them yeah. and, uh, and move forward. And hopefully we can just continue in this realm and do more things in person and go back to quote normal. Although I don't think we'll ever, ever be back to what normal was. Everything's changed, it's but okay. we're going forward. Exactly. So Barbara, tell us about our guests today. Well, our guests um, are, as you said, from Nickerson Rossi Dance, and dance is a passion of mine. And so I'm always thrilled to be talking about dance or um, having dance in our schools or for our teachers. And uh, Chad and Michael have um, given professional development to our dance teachers in our high schools. That's been phenomenal. And they're also providing dance for our expanded learning programs with Amber Gascoigne. What I really love about working with Nickerson Rossi Dance and Michael and Chad specifically is how much they care for our students. Uh, they care about their social emotional learning, about um, dance as therapy, and about providing for students dance education who can't afford it themselves. So they always put students first, and so that's why I'm extra thrilled to have them on for you to learn more about them. I would love to do that. That's really awesome. And so, um, Michael, let's start with you. Tell yeah. us a little bit about your background and welcome back. You have been on the show. It's been a while, but we have had you on before. So yes, thanks. it was right before COVID. So it's nice to see your face again. <laughs> well, you know, we've only been back in the studio for a couple of weeks because yeah. of COVID. And at least we've learned that we can do this on Zoom and it's okay. But it's not the same it's as not. being in our studio. The studio here. is great interacting with our interns. So I'm glad to be back in the studio. So okay. tell us a bit about your background and sure. the history of Nickerson Rossi Dance. Yeah, um, you know, as Barbara said, we're moving forward, dancing forward today. Yeah. Um, you know, my background started um, in dance therapeutically. So I lost my parents when I was 17 and sudden. So I, you know, there was really no planning in terms mm -hmm. of how it is to move forward. And I struggled. I struggled emotionally, and uh, I, it was my form of therapy. So I pursued you know, different avenues in terms of psychotherapy. Clearly, it wasn't working. And I saw dance, 
as part of a, an assignment that I was in radio and film, TV production, and I was to assist direct, and I fell in love with dance because that was we were inside the theater. And then from that day on, I jumped in avidly, and here I am. So I'm happy to you know give this side of dance back to particular people, in addition to you know having um, a professional dance company that is a nonprofit 501c3. And then also, uh, you know, developing and designing a Palm Springs International Dance Festival right here in the in the valley. And our latest endeavor is uh, during COVID, crazy COVID as I call it. <laughs> um, Chad and I built a fabulous Palm Springs Dance Academy, a six thousand square foot uh, training right. program facility for the programs, uh, which in turn is uh, one of them we turned into a, a dance theater. A full functioning state of the art. And where is that? In downtown Palm Springs. All right. Yeah. Very cool. Thank you. So, are you a, are you a local guy? I am now. Yeah, I li- <laughs> I, 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 now. I lived here seasonally um, mm-hmm. for the past five years. We were on the East Coast because I have a lot of college work, so I was and you know I was in contracts um, with some of the universities on the East Coast, developing programs, and we opened up a brand new uh, theater there. Their dance programming director. And then, uh, again, when COVID got here, right before it got here, actually, we made the decision to move back because our festival had grown uh, you know, to about 400 students flying in internationally into the Valley, and it was time for us to be here on a full-time basis. Not knowing COVID was right, right around the corner, and then <laughs> a week and a half before the festival, the world shuts down. Yeah. So that was when I knew we had to kind of dive in in our organization and restructure things. And here we are. And you're still here and going strong. So Very strong. Yeah, thank you. That's really awesome. So, um, Chad, I looked at your bio. I looked at both of your bios. But so I know you're from Temecula. Correct. And, um, but you've been here for a while now. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So just like Michael, I was bicoastal as well, working on the East Coast, uh, doing different residencies. And a lot of our international and national engagement here in Palm Springs was because of our engagement on the East Coast. So it was kind of a nice ecosystem that was being built on both sides. But as Michael said, we made the choice to be here in Palm Springs full time, really dive deep, plant roots deep. It was clear that the community was responding very well to what we were providing, and we wanted to be a stronger resource, especially for youth in education, something that's more sustained throughout the year. And so that's why we opened the Palm Springs Dance Academy. In addition to everything around us shutting down, we had to create our own space, provide opportunities for students that weren't being met, especially when everything was transferred over to Zoom, which Granted, we're very thankful that happened, but as you just explained earlier, it's not the same thing as being in person with people, Mm -hmm. existing in space with people, and so, yeah. Well, thank goodness we had Zoom, and we still have Zoom, Right. that we we were able to realize we'd have to totally shut down. Right. There were a lot of things we could do. We could still engage kids. We could still give them some instruction and, you know hang on to that while we were waiting for everything to open back up Mm -hmm. because you know especially dance i mean there's one you know you can watch dance virtually and it's great and still in all it's better in person right right. but to teach dance virtually has got to be even more challenging 
I mean, you, you, yeah. you need to, to be in the room with the kids. Yeah, I mean, even Zoom sometimes has a delay. If their Wi-Fi mm-hmm. is slow, I mean, just timing, just right. their dog is now all over them. <laughs> you have a little sibling yes. over here. It's very distra- a distracting environment. Right. You, know? you can't remove yourself and then dive into what you're trying to learn. So that was the struggle. But I completely agree. You know, At least there was something, some kind of outlet. So talk about the staff development that you did with our dance teachers. And was this the, the first year or you've done this in the past? No, I, yeah, we've, I was brought in uh, t- once before mm-hmm. with Louisa Castrodale. And um, so now Barbara, uh, you know, continuing this awesome part of arts development really yeah. is, mm-hmm. is bringing in this professional caliber. And really, you know, with the the dance teachers it's understanding their programs and trying to figure out how they can relate and motivate students to get what they need and what they want and how to propel them forward uh in this career so uh it was really trying to identify you know what do they do for them what do they provide not just technically but where does it go after that and so my background is to bring that knowledge forward and say look this is what works it worked for me. Try this. That's great. It's interesting, Joan, that um, fine arts teachers and band teachers, they're all within the uh, performing arts or the visual arts, but dance teachers are in the PE department. Mm. So it's a, it's a layer of challenge. And so when we can provide them with specific dance training and not physical education training, it makes a difference for them and that translates into the student and for the students that makes total sense so how many barbara how many dance teachers do we have one per high school one per high school okay mm-hmm. and, and then some of them have also teach periods of a, a PE. PE. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then most of them then have um, a dance team after school great so you you guys have um you're part of our expanded learning opportunities here in the district and is this new like does this have to do this has to do with the extended learning that we're kind of just getting into absolutely it's all brand new we're on the ground floor seeing it happen and watching it unfold so what does that look like well you know it's actually a good point that barbara just brought up because uh Dance teachers have been classified under physical education, and I think expanded learning opportunities has created an opportunity to actually bring in qualified dance instructors in terms of dance teachers who have a dance background and are working in the professional industry, which is why they've accessed Nickerson Rossi Dance, which is our organization, because we could bring in uh, different kind of tool sets that don't have to be classified under a certain point, and it's giving new enrichment opportunities it's allowing families access to an art form that maybe they can afford, maybe they're not even informed that's in the community. Um, maybe the student didn't even realize they had an interest. And so it's opening the doors and creating that experience for them. And we're so blessed to be able to work district wide and we're kind of clustering into zones, starting with Desert Hot Springs right now, and then going into Palm Springs and then Cathedral City and serving all, what is it, 21 elementary and middle schools? Mm-hmm. 16. Well, and middle schools. Oh, and middle schools. 21. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. So this is this is an after school program. Correct. Yeah, we're at specific sites in each little zone that I explained, and um, we are welcoming anywhere from 20 to 50 students per site. That's really great. And so, um, Michael, you have a 
a nonprofit. Mm-hmm. It's called Understand Outreach, and then it's very clever. Yeah. The NRD. Yes. Uh, because as Nickerson Rossi Dan, so I got that. Yeah. And I, but yeah. I, was, I was looking at <laughs> the website, great. and at first I was like, okay, what is the why are these letters capitalized? And so then it then it hit me, and then I actually saw it. I think it, in the narrative you explained it. But oh, awesome. um, so tell us about um, your partnerships within the nonprofit, and also how people can um, get involved and assist. Great, thank you. Um, yeah, the the nonprofit name is the Nickerson Rossi Dance, the five hundred one c three. And you know it's funny because when this first started, uh, the Understand program with the capital of NRD, so my name is present. You know, it really started first with an educational piece. Um, and again, this was, you know, 10 years ago. So, mm-hmm. which we're gonna get into a little bit later that we're gonna do a, a great concert for our 10 year at the uh, Palm Springs Art Museum, the Annenberg Theater. And I'll talk about the elements of the organization, how it's so spectacular. But what I'm saying is we just had a board meeting and we're looking at understand program and it's we've grown so much that it it's been decided to shift it a bit because now we have such a, a huge educational piece to our organization and we also have an outreach component that was very kind of shifted more towards medical and therapy so we work with the Lucy Kirchy Cancer Center with Eisenhower Hospital working with cancer patients. Um, and then we're also working with the Barbara Sinatra Children's Center uh, and bringing dance, you know, bringing this therapeutic value, but it falls under the outreach. But initially the NRD was educational. And so we have to kind of maneuver things now. It's amazing how things, you know, they grow and shift. But it's funny you brought that up because we literally two yeah, days ago, two just, day ago conversation. just had that conversation <laughs> with the board. Yeah. So when you you bring these services to these organizations like Lucy Kirchi and uh, Barbara Snatcher Children's Center, you're obviously not charging no, kids for yeah, that. No. So how do you get your funding? You know, grants because of the nonprofit, so we're able to write uh, for funding, and that funding. So the program is very unique. Um, I work with a you know a licensed clinician, so we can literally talk and discuss about anything because we have a therapy in session or a, a therapist in session. And then I just design, so I, I take their stories and I go back to the professionals and I create a dance. I choreograph wow. this you know significant, sizable dance, and that's also going to be presented in my 10-year anniversary show. So we'll have an element of the outreach component. Um, from the Lucy Kirchie Cancer Center. Wow, I want to go. <laughs> yeah, um, please do. Um, yes. Is it is it in the spring? I hope or is it, it, it it's in the January twenty first? Oh, good. Yeah, okay, so good. We, so we can talk it. about yeah. it. Yeah. All right. Good. 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 Um, it's art, mm-hmm. any kind of art. Like there's so many different outlets, and it really does help our kids in so many facets mm-hmm. you know not just the creativity part of it but helping them through trauma yes and exactly. um i think we don't pay enough attention to that sometimes and realize the value and for some kids it's not dance but for many kids it is mm-hmm. and you know music and and um 
Thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sh- I'm, no sure one can right. see me, and yeah, I'm showing that gesture. I'm painting. <laughs> and Barbara knew what I was talking about. So. And Jones, you know, a lot of times students don't have the words to tell how they're right. feeling or what happened mm-hmm. to them. So dance is a great way to express their feelings with their music and their movements, as well as you said, the fine art, the music, and something to get that out so they can heal. Mm-hmm. And also the engagement piece. You mm-hmm. know, like we lose so many kids because they're just not... They're not present, you know, yeah. like they don't find the, the carrot in school, you yeah. know, and, and if we can offer them after school programs, like Absolutely. you guys are yeah. doing yeah. where they get excited and they're looking forward to it. I um, think that's the main agenda of ELOP is to re-engage and reignite the interest for youth to find the importance of school. One, just beyond academics, I could see this as a place where I'm getting experiences from all the different mm-hmm. art forms, us being dance, but there's a lot of other programs that are opening up as well. It's just even cooking, fine arts, sculpture work. I mean, there's a lot of things happening right here in the Valley that is just secretly unfolding and it will rise to the top and really impact the youth of our future. Right. And in such a, you know, like they're not even realizing that they're Mm -hmm. learning things. They want to go because it's fun. And, um, you know, that's, that's the name of the game. If we can educate mm-hmm. them while they're having a great time yeah, you know and they want to come back to school because i well, can't go to the after school program from not after school program from not here the rest of the right, day right mm-hmm. so that's that's really awesome and um before we get off the topic of a nonprofit, um i'm sure that you could use some donations from yes. the public and how can they do that yeah you know very simply i i love to be personable so i invite people to just simply contact me, send me a message, let's go grab a lunch. So I'm not, you know, right away saying support us, support us, support us. I really want people to understand the depth of what we do. Not only how deep we are here now in the valley, but everything that we provide past the valley. So, you know, and, and I think that's a, that was a big thing for me. I mean, we're creating this dance culture here that, you know, it goes it goes beyond being in the Coachella Valley. If they want to go to college for dance, or maybe they want to be a dance minor, but their you know degree is going to be in psychology, but they can get in on their talent with scholarships. Mm-hmm. So we have such a great relationship with a lot of universities uh, because of our professional profile that we're able to get these students in front of these directors, and we call that program the Direct Link. So they now can self-advocate and get themselves there. Um, If they want to pursue dance on a professional caliber, again, as with the direct link, we bring in that professional world too. And you know, you guys, these are artists from different countries that come in. So, you know, thinking broader, thinking bigger, because I think um, it's hard to think past what they know and, you know, bringing in people who have that rich background. I mean, that's why we do it is to propel them. And then what's exciting too, just to plug in, I mean, since the opening of the Academy, which was in 2020, we were able to award $300,000 towards college tuition. And so that's just like a thread that we're really trying to connect. And I think ELOP, the Expanded Learning Opportunity Program has created an opportunity to really create that pipeline so that the opportunity is being met everywhere and through the end of their session through high school. And and you guys are so great, too. And when you're offering dance programs and kids can't afford to pay for it, Mm -hmm. you give them scholarships. Yeah. And we we reach out and, you know, again, contact me, Michael at NickersonRossiDance.com. Let's go 
grab a lunch or a coffee and uh, take it away. Learn what we do. So cool. So you just uh, about a month ago, earlier, the end of October, beginning of November, like mm -hmm. the end of October, first couple of days of November, you had your international dance festival. What did that look like this year? Oh, it was great. Uh, Chad's going to chime in because he was, you know, very involved in terms of our programming for this because we did a lot of things that we hadn't done before, and that was very exciting. Again, prior to COVID, we had 400 students. That was the size of the student body that was coming in. So to have, you know, four colleges and five high schools come into this program, it's, to see that again is, is really awesome. And we did things differently. So we brought in an educational piece where we worked with uh, Larry Fuller. He's the original choreographer from Evita mm -hmm. on the Broadway show. So we learned an excerpt from Buenos Aires and Nickerson Rossi Dance, my dancer Samantha DeMarco, learned the original work from Larry's direction and we taught that to the students. Wow. So that again, that lineage of you know, he's 83 <laughs> and he's awesome. And it's just, again, his work is still going forward. And then we brought in, you know, to assist that, we brought in a, a famous musician, you know, who now is the live accompanist in our academy. His name is Michael Roberts. He's our pianist. But he's with, the, you know, Paris Opera and he worked with Hal Prince on Fiddler on the Roof. And so the connection was Hal Prince because of Vita, he directed. And then he also directed Fiddler on the Roof. So we brought in a music component and a dance component for students. Wow. Yeah, and that's just one of them. I mean, we also brought Versa Style Dance Company. They're an incredible hip hop company based in Los Angeles and who also do similar work, what we're doing with the ELOP program here, but in Los Angeles. Their work with community, youth, um, hip hop as poetry, it's just incredible. So we're lucky to be art partners with them. Um, we brought a male aesthetic program, all male choreographers and dancers to bring a voice for men in dance. Um, and then we always have a student showcase where we invite all of the local community, but it reaches internationally and nationally students to come in and perform and provide them that platform to show what they've got. So cool. Mm -hmm. All right. So you have this uh, 10th anniversary yeah. coming up. Tell us about that. Yeah. You know, originally it was to celebrate. Uh, the rep of Nickerson Rossi dance. So my my career in choreography and Then I started to think a little deeper about it because you know um, Being again getting more deeply rooted here another arts partner is Sunnylands So with our ELOP program students are going there and performing on the great lawn. I mean, that's Unbelievable that they get these experiences and Wait, I wanted who are, to who are those who are those students who were doing that? From the district, so again, oh, Chad would coordinate. Oh, wow. Yeah, so they, Sunnylands. Wow. Cathedral yeah. City and Palm Springs will be performing at Sunnylands. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So I wanted to show the vastness again. You know, it's it, we're not. I don't want to give it discount, but we're not just a dance company to this organization. It really is a dance culture that we're creating, and so with that, we decided to bring in an educational piece from the academy. And then the Lucy Kirchie Cancer Center, uh, they'll have professionals. You know, I met with four women and very, very different in their stories and their journey of cancer. You know, and at the end, they didn't really understand. They didn't know my side and um, they are they're living. And so I was on this end and I finally said, you know, 
I was on the other side, my mom died. So I didn't, I didn't, I don't know what it is that you're talking about because they, they had said, you know, they lived for their kids. They just, they wanted to have push forward for their kids. And, and for me, it, unfortunately that didn't happen. So that's why I'm so connected to it and so passionate with it. So their stories will be before, you know, a, a vast audience with the professionals. Um, and then I have two guest choreographers that are really, really significant. And, you know, one of them, firstly, is my mentor. So she is now retired, but I'm in, she's one of the loves of my life, as I say. And so she'll come in and work with the professional Nickerson Rossi dancers. And also the, the last guest is the artistic director of the Jose Limon Dance Company. So he's coming in and setting an original work on the Nickerson Rossi dancers. And again, I thought a little deeper and I said, you know what? I need to give some of our academy students an experience that is unheard of. So I chose five of them that will now dance alongside the professionals of Nickerson Rossi dance. But then the choreographer is the artistic director of Jose Limon and my mentor. Wow. So that's How a really great. rich program. All right, yeah. so when is this? January 21st at the Palm Springs Art Museum's Annenberg Theater. Oh, great location. Yeah. All right. Is it a fundraiser? No, no, it's a performance. So, okay. um, you know, we do have our fundraising efforts. Um, a couple of them are slated for next year, which is which kicks off the spring Palm Springs International Dance Festival. So the tickets are going to be reasonable and not like hundreds yes. of dollars. No. Because right? it's a fundraiser. Right. Yeah. Do you know how much they are yet? Well, we usually, you know, idle in between like our student programs. They'll go from like $18. Oh. And then if they go into like a professional caliber, it just depends on the program. But yeah. sometimes it's tiered, you know, $45. They want a VIP ticket, which includes everything under the sun. <laughs> you know, that's like a $100 ticket. So it's we do want to make it accessible for people. That's been our whole mission. And so that's why we do need help, because those costs, right. like the theater rental, like mm -hmm. the professionals, like the costume designer, the tech crew, I mean, those things are a cost. We all know that. Yeah, I think that's something important to plug in, because as much as we want to provide opportunity and services, unfortunately, things cost money right. to put them on. And so that we're not in the red or floating underwater, mm -hmm. we try to create and connect and find these resources so that we could provide these things. So not only are we flourishing as an organization, but providing equal opportunity to the community. So um, before we run out of time, so you're, you're doing the extended learning program um, in the district, and obviously that doesn't cost our kids anything, uh, but you guys offer dance classes we do. for the community for children and adults? Correct. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, and those are going on like yeah, currently. Right, in the afternoons and the yeah. evenings. Yeah, and the academy pretty much runs from five to nine after school. And at the same time, we have two spaces running. Um, we have a lot of adult classes running for the community. Ballroom, hip hop we're going to be opening up, um, ballet. And then we also have our teen program and then our kids dance classes. So really from five to 80. <laughs> That's <what laughs> All right. great. And you can go on the website and find the whole slew of stuff mm -hmm. yes uh, yeah. i was on there for a long time today so uh oh, there's a lot of information it's a good website very comprehensive and you Thank can you. find out how to donate find out all about the classes you can get history mm. it's it's great Thank you. Thank you both for everything that you do. Thank you. For our kids, and we'll continue to do. 
and yeah. and no doubt Barbara's just sitting yes. here. She's beaming. a big Take cheerleader. Take back the mic now, mm-hmm. Barbara. Tell us how great they are. Oh my gosh! Go on the <laughs> website. Go to an event. Meet with them, and you will fall in love with them just like I have. Oh, sweet. Yes. Okay. So Barbara, before yes. we uh, close up, anything in December that our listeners should be aware of? Well, we just had um, an MTU performance before Thanksgiving, and so the high schools will be doing their winter performances. So we're kind of right in that in-between before right. January where they'll start up again with more performances and shows. And Great. So um, keep your uh, eyes and ears out for, what's the date again? January? January 21st. January 21st. You will see social media. You'll yeah. see lots of TV you guys radios, are around. Radio. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you guys. I see you guys on TV all the time. So I don't see uh, you in the studio though. You don't see me in the studio. So I have to get you in there to dance. Oh God, <laughs> no way! Come on. No, that my artistic brain is all about writing. That's it. I, I can't do any of the rest. And dancing, no way. I have trouble walking sometimes, Michael. <laughs> but thanks for the invite. I'll yeah. I'll come watch you though. Okay, I, please you can do. Invite me in. You know, I have friends at the TV studios. I'll come watch you anytime. Oh, great. But no, won't be doing that. Thank you both again. Really appreciate it, Barbara. We'll see you next month. And thank you all for joining us. We learn something new every day. A new podcast is uploaded each week. Please subscribe by going to iTunes. Look for you learn something new. Press subscribe. Please tell all your friends to do the same. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks, Danica, Raymond, and of course, Miss Cynthia on the board. Thank you, Cynthia. Thank you. And we'll see you next week. Thank you.